forever. Dog. Eternal life, eternal death. This week on the podcast, Christopher Pike's The Grave. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are back to Sea Pike with The Grave. The Grave. 99. Ooh, almost a millennial, baby. Millennium. Almost Y2K. Almost Y2K. And remember Y2K? What a time. Did you guys? Plunged into darkness. Yeah, for. Well, All so of that water in my garage <laughs> definitely came in handy. Yeah. Well, we experienced paper. those 10 years of cyber darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then we restarted with 2001, 10 years later. Um, but no one really talks about that. No one. Because they want to forget. And human beings are very good at just like going yeah. into denial and repressing. And Y2K, mm-hmm. always forget. <laughs> Am I gonna get canceled for that? <laughs> that no, that I think enough time has passed. We're about to hit twenty years, baby. Yeah, well, thirty if you count the years of darkness. Oh, that, but I don't want to talk no, about oh, it. Yeah, right. Hashtag always forget. Always I'm so forget. sorry. I'm so sorry. Y two K hashtag always forget. <laughs> um, thirty years of Y two K. Twenty years of of nine eleven. Oh God! Mm. I mean. Well, because 9-11 happened at, right after we restarted. Right. That was because, the... Because, like, the world... W- w- things yeah. had been chaos. The world right. had been chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Terrorism became a thing. It was never a thing it before It wasn't that. a thing. And it... Yeah. I mean, that was, like... Bush it was like, won. Yeah. We voted him in in the dark yeah. ages. In the dark He finally times. ascended to the presidency. Yeah. In um the... <laughs> 2001.2. Yeah, 2001.2.0. Um, Yeah, I mean, and then there was like, you know, it was that thing where like money wasn't real and we were just like bartering and Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, Mm -hmm. that was rough. It was rough. This Uh, is probably the first time I've talked about it. And you know what? Um, If the government doesn't scrub this from the internet, uh, this will be the first time it, and it's, it's made to anything to air because yeah. usually it gets scrubbed mm-hmm. by the big GOV. Yep. So if you're hearing this, it means we're too small for the government to notice. <laughs> Listen, finally, I, it's out there. Finally, finally, someone is talking about it. Hashtag about, always forget. Hashtag always forget. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're still here and we're still talking tra- about the grave, talking about the grave. And um, uh, another <laughs> situation of here but not here. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Is this, I thought the last book was maybe the most mind bendiest. This one's I pretty mind bendy. This one is, but I think the last one's more. Well, Just the last personally. one had like twists and turns that I did not see coming. Right. And this one was like, wait, what are they Okay. Dead? Yeah. Okay. This is the part that I was like, Explain was <laughs> the final twist or I guess discovery of the characters where they discover like who their son is. Cause I was like, ah, 
<laughs> yeah, I really that was the one thing that, where I went. Oh. Yeah, unexpected. Not, unexpected. I appreciated the creativity of it like having nothing to do with us. Yeah. Like people. Mm-hmm. I was like, I oh, like that's that refreshing. I've like you don't really see that. I loved that. Yes, and it was very um kind of like Oh, because you know how most sci-fi and all of that is so like human centric and it's like humans are at the exactly the the peak of, you know, like we're pushing forward and going into worlds unknown, blah, blah, blah. And this was so like, oh, bitch, you don't even matter. You're it, nothing. it was like, what if Jesus returned and like didn't care about humanity? Yeah. It just like was not about us. It's like you yeah. could live or die. It's like Annihilation don't and care. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I liked that book, Annihilation. That was freaky. I want to reread it because I don't think I fully appreciated it at the <laughs> time. Um, I think I need to give it another chance. Yeah. Tragically, yeah. I think I gave it away. Oh, Idiot. Sad. I'm not sad. seeing it on my bookshelf. Sad. What a jackass. What a jackass. <laughs> um, do you want me to Woe read the back me. of the book? Yes, I do. The Grave is not the end of the story. The end. <laughs> the, it begins with an innocent young man being led deep into the woods by a mysterious young lady. There he is. Atta- oh. No. <laughs> there he is, she thought to herself as she no. wondered aloud. I literally was going to read it as this. Ready? There he is, attacked by a cruel cult, stripped of his clothes, thrown naked into a coffin, and burned alive <laughs> to the sound of strange chants. But it's more there, comma, he is attacked by, okay? Yes. Okay, so he's... <laughs> Just reread. Just take, take it okay. again. There, he is attacked by a cruel cult, stripped of his clothes, thrown naked clothes, gr- thrown naked into a coffin, and buried alive <laughs> to the sound of strange chants. It continues with a pretty girl meeting a fascinating guy. A guy who is not like other guys, who hardly seems to blink. Uh, I didn't notice these parts. Or breathe. I didn't notice either of those. That's not true. And who emits a cool presence even in the midday sun. Oh, they're trying uh, to make it seem. She's never not... like. They're trying to make it seem like he's a vampire, but yeah. th- she's never really with him. No, the, she's I mean, only with him at night. Yeah. Wow, what a lie. Yeah, it ends in a nightmare in a weird realm of existence where life and death mirror each other, where the grave no longer promises any escape from pleasure or pain. That's more applicable. Yeah, like that. Could, that could. That is the feel. That's the feel. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that we got to see the guy's origin story before he, because I'm going to tell you something, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I'm very stupid and <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I knew by the back of the book. Oh, so I didn't read the back of the book. I was like, book. oh, it's going to be, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't that read the back of the book. might have given it away. Because I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, so that's like the first victim of like this cult. And I was like, maybe it could be him. But like, I wasn't certain. And then when I think I only knew when he was like, there's a girl in my life and she like fucked me up. I was like, oh, (laughs) that's the guy from the first chapter. Here's something that I thought was going to happen. And I am actually like, I really liked this book. I don't actually have any criticisms, but I think it would have been fun if clay had been one of them i thought the sister <gasps> yeah when she, the dead sister when she appears to carry in her dreams was 
was going to be like, it turned out talking about Clay, not about Oscar. Because she had been wanting to break up with him. She didn't know why she slept with him. And I I guess that like C. Pike was playing with that expectation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then when it turned out Clay was just this innocent, I was like, Uh, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I or Clay. I know torn right the fuck off. And then just instantly Mm, mercy killed. That's the end of Clay. I was I thought Clay abducted her and shot her in the butt with Lazarus Nine. Lazarus Nine, oh very similar to um Ice Nine, kind of a cat's cradle similarity. Oh, I don't remember that book at all, but I did read it in college thirty years ago. Well, I went we don't talk period. about it. We, we don't didn't talk, talk about, about it. Three years so you ago, went, hashtag always forget. Hashtag always forget. And that's um, why, and that's why you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you don't remember. Because it happened during in a nightmare time, yeah. in a weird realm of existence yes. where life and death mirror each other, where the grave no longer promises yes. any escape from pleasure right. or pain. Y2K hashtag always forget. We were constantly sucking on mints. The entire <laughs> pepper. That weird Altoids, metallic taste in our mouth. That weird metallic taste. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Also, I thought that the guy who, who's the who's the um the guy who dies at the beginning? Ted. Ted. Oh, Ted slash Oscar, because he goes by Oscar. Oscar nay Ted. <laughs> right. I thought he was so he was like very intriguing. I liked him a lot. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like if I were thirteen and reading this, I would have been like I love Oscar slash Ted. If I were 39 and reading this, baby. Yeah, yeah. If I were in my 30s (laughs) or now, 12. (laughs) If I I were 49 because of Y2K, hashtag, I always forget. I forget. Um, uh, Into it. Into it. I liked him a lot. I thought he was very aloof and cool. Mm -hmm. But also... boat sex. Oh, yeah. Really liked that. I also liked their banter was good. And he seemed like the right amount of mysterious, like not so mysterious where you're like, yeah. okay, asshole. He was, yeah. <laughs> he and like, I liked was that when they, her. when they started kissing and then had sex, it wasn't like he wanted to devour her. Cause so often right. it's like the mysterious guy wants to devour you. But this was like, he want, it, Christopher Pike described it as he was tasting her. Yeah. And I, I was like, that. yes. Yeah. And like, he also like and they had yes. sex like eight times. Yes. In one night. And like, yes, did he smell that she was ovulating and that's like why Yeah. Sure. But, but I mean, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. And that was the other thing. He was like like, oh, but I did like feel connected to you and like I did want like it wasn't just I like you. Yeah. He was like, I yeah. like you. It's not just to like birth the Antichrist. Like it's <laughs> it's not just about that. Is it mainly about that yes but like there's this added bonus of me appreciating you yeah a being there's also (laughs) really good body horror in this of her pregnancy that goes Mm -hmm. to term in like seven days or nine days or whatever seven i think oh maybe nine god oh no i remember the math not completely lining up so i think it was seven and i was like this is horrifying Mm -hmm. but she was fine (laughs) she was fine Mm mm-hmm she, well, because she's uh, neither alive nor dead. Right. And so she has abilities, healed fast. Mm-hmm. But it did hurt. It did hurt. It did hurt. 
Um, but it was also very fast, like the birth yes. itself, the labor. I guess re- I think I could give a really bare bones description of the plot and then okay. we can keep hopping around and give yeah, more yeah, details. Yeah. yeah, do it. All right. So our guy, Ted, meets a mysterious girl named Dara, falls in love with her. Three weeks later, she ambushes him with a cult and they bury him alive. Cut to our new protagonist, Carrie, K-E-R-I. Sometimes I like to know how names are spelled. Yeah, just for like um, little secret knowledge that you have mm-hmm. in your heart. Yeah, just keep that with you. Um, let it protect you like God's love. Um, so then we cut to Carrie, who is broke. She's working in a record store. Her mom is addicted to Coke. Um, she has this boyfriend, Clay, who she's not really interested in, but they have had sex a few times. And she wants to break up with him, can't bring herself to do it because she's lonely. Also, uh, her dad left her and her mom. Her sister died a couple years ago of cancer, her older sister, Deborah, While working in the record store, she meets Oscar. Oscar is, in fact, Ted. Uh, she's drawn to him. She sees him even though she's with Clay. They go out on his boat and have sex eight times. She returns home. Oh, my God. Home. That Clay part when standing I, oh, there. Oh, no. I was we like, can definitely come messy. back to that. Um, she gets <gasps> home. Clay is waiting for her. She's like, look, I'm really sorry, but I was out with another guy. Let's talk about it in the morning. He's very upset. They go inside. Uh-oh. Mom snorted heroin unknowingly. Is like close to death. Call an ambulance. Go to the hospital. Um. Clay stays with her all night. She's going to be okay. They leave in the morning. Carrie fesses up. Look, we have to break up. I'm interested in this other guy. I should have ended it before. I'm really sorry about that. He takes it pretty well. That night, she's supposed to see Oscar. But before that can happen, she gets abducted, taken to a freezer. Her butt gets shot up with some unknown substance she dies in the freezer, basically, has a vision of her sister, Deborah, who's like, I've been trying to communicate with you in your dreams and you have not been listening. I you will know. not talk about my death with mom. That's why mom is addicted to drugs. That's why dad left. And you're kind of acting like that didn't happen. And I tried to tell you to break up with the guy you're seeing. You did not listen. And now you're going to be in a weird state between living and dying. And she's like, hmm, interesting. Um. Oh, yeah. She had a dream about a dark figure in a doorway who is like, should I come? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, don't panic. Should I come? Why? Don't panic. Should I come? He keeps saying, don't panic. And finally, she's like, "Mm, yeah, you should come. So (laughs) it's then she gets abducted and uh, gets brought to a weird state of like between life and death. She dies. She gets brought back basically by the formula. She goes to find Oscar. She's like, hey, that was uncool of you to abduct me. He's like, I know. Here's this doctor who's going to explain everything over the course of the next 12 pages. Uh, (laughs) He explains that he's a doctor. He realized that human DNA cell samples like twist and change at the moment of a creature's death, even if the cells aren't attached to them anymore. He figured out a way to stop them from turning that keeps people alive, but they're changed. He did it to his daughter who had cancer. He was trying to save her. She came back different. She did it to her brother. Her brother came back even worse. They created a cult. That's who kidnapped Ted, now Oscar. They um, also see the figure in their dreams, but he never spoke to them before. They had the impression that if they impregnated Carrie with Oscar's baby as he was in that state, then she, 
then turned her that the baby would be a figure who could take down the rest of the cult that Eric and Dara started. Yeah. They find out. They come get Carrie. They come after Carrie, Oscar, and Dr. Schelling, I yeah. think. Um, abduct them. Carrie has the baby. Baby grows up real fast. They don't know if it's good or bad. He's kind of morally neutral. He's only interested in growing plants. So he grow he he's born in seven days and then grows into a full man in another seven days. Uh, Dara and Eric are hoping he's evil. Carrie and Oscar are hoping he's good. He's like, guess what? I'm neither. They all like seemingly drown when trying to escape. Come to in the epilogue in a like beautiful like by a beautiful lake with trees and mountains, John's there and he's like, I'm going to stay with my seeds. You guys have fun. And they're like, oh, okay. And Oscar's like, by the way, he's not the Antichrist. He is the God Pan. He doesn't care about us. He only cares about plants. She's like, okay, interesting. They walk away. They run into Dara, who's in a Jeep. Dara's like, do you want to come with me? They're like, thanks, but no thanks, bitch. And she drives up and they're like, hey, should we have another kid? Let's try. End of book. End of book. Wow. Great job. Thank you. You covered literally everything. Wow. And now we can jump around without um, worrying about the because like yeah. this this book this is another need. very weird yeah. sea pike book. I didn't want people to be just like floundering yeah. in what we were talking about. Okay, so, so Dara, yeah. the girl who Dara. turn who turns um Ted and also is like kind of one of the villains. I loved Dara. I loved, loved, loved Dara. <laughs> really? Yeah, I thought she was great. I had no I, feelings about Dara. Really? I liked her a lot. Yeah. I just felt like she... Interesting. Yeah, I felt like she... I don't know. Like, I, I just liked her irreverence, kind of. And, like, at the end, when she, like, pulls up in this fucking Jeep and is like, do you guys want to ride? And they're like, no. And she's Very like, okay, funny. bye. Like, I, I just liked... <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if they're dead or alive. At first it I thought they were dead. It felt like Whisper of Death a little bit to me. Like, she's the, like... Betty Sue or something Sue. The one who like traps them in the little like Twilight Zoney town. Yeah. And then Carrie and Oscar were like Pepper and what's his face? Yeah. Oh, Roxanne and Pepper. Pepper's the guy. I always do that. I always think Pepper's the girl. But yeah, it reminded me of of Whisper and Death, Whisper of Death, how it's just like this weird cyclical yeah. triangle between them. Yeah. Um it, I really liked because I didn't know, like, I don't know if you knew, but like, I did not know what the fuck was going to happen to the main character when she was in that freezer. I Me was neither. like, I, I was like, how is she going to get out of this? Like, and when she like, so when she's in there, after I was she's pretty shocked this- when she just like didn't. <laughs> yes. And I didn't, I still didn't fully she didn't get, get it. She didn't get out of it. It happens. Yeah. yeah. And so she doesn't get out of it. <laughs> she full on <laughs> dies. But like, that was the other thing. Like when she, I thought that she just like lost consciousness or something. I so thought when that she, too. Yeah. When she came back and she's like, oh, I feel fine. I was like, oh, is this hypothermia? But then she kicks down the door and I was like, okay, she's like otherworldly now. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. But I was like, damn, okay. She's dying. She's dead. Dying, dying, dying. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. I know. Um. But so like, she gets oh, fully turned. I thought you were going to make it, but no, you're turned. Yeah, she's turned. Um, and 
I really felt for the Deborah storyline of her of her sister trying to communicate with her oh and save God, her and the yeah. mom being like it not just being about the fact that the dad left them but the mom being like destroyed by her older daughter's death and the dad leaving because of that yeah. like it just tore the family apart it just added this whole extra layer of poignancy to yeah the family yeah I really felt for yeah um i'm trying to think of oh so i did like this so when they bring so they bring in this doctor to like help Carrie give birth. So basically when when Eric and Carrie or I'm sorry, I did Eric not like and Eric. Dara. Oh, Eric sucked. Eric sucked. He, I didn't even think he was like cool. No, he wasn't cool. Shitty. He was just was like just a like, little shit. He shithead. seemed like a like weird incel. Not that he ever spoke like that, but he had like a like shitty men's rights feel. To me. Oh yeah, he was like a red pill guy for sure. Yeah. He was so I, I just like didn't I, I did like though that he was like even though they're like, oh Eric came back worse than Dara, blah, 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 blah. But still like Dara was the big bad. Like she yes. was which I yeah, like. He that came he, back worse in as in like shitty. Like personality. He was like <laughs> yeah. like more annoying like, and bad. Me. Yeah. Um okay, so this is the part that I thought that where I liked her. So basically they <laughs> Uh, they bring in this doctor, Dr. Wolin, because Dara and Eric have kidnapped uh, Oscar and uh, Carrie, Carrie. who is now fully pregnant. And they're like, okay, well, the second she pops out this baby, we're going to take him because he's like the fucking Antichrist and we're going to like go do our evil stuff and like be his like slave or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're just kind of like micromanaging the birth, (laughs) (laughs) which I really liked. And I mean, this doctor is thinking that he's going to get out alive. What an idiot. What an he idiot. He has gone to a secret underground government seeming facility. No. Yeah. Seemingly government facility. And they have guns and they've told him that like Carrie and Oscar are criminals. And I'm yeah. like, what does that have to do with fuck all? With literally <laughs> they're criminals, anything. They could still get a regular doctor in jail. Jails have doctors. Yeah, they, they do. I that it's so funny. Like I um I was texting with a friend of the show, Greg Smith, who I think he maybe he maybe he did more uh public domain theaters, but he's done a couple of our He did where, two of this, yeah. Yeah. So I was texting him about this uh or oh oh I was joking, or so I thought with him, <laughs> wherein I was like like Oh, um, I found like a really cool location. It's like this really super abandoned warehouse in like the arts district. Just like don't tell anyone where you're going because like I want to make sure this place is kept a secret. And he was like, sounds cool. okay." And I was like, (laughs) Greg, Greg, I could have easily murdered you. And he was like, oh, really? Wait. So it was you're joking. He's like, oh, I thought he was like, I really thought that you found a really cool space. And I was like, Greg. Don't tell anyone where, when or where you're going. In fairness, that would have been an extremely long con on your part. <laughs> extremely yeah. long. It's, you've known him for what, like six years? But what if I just decided now to kill if him? If you said that to you know me, what I'm I think I would also believe you. Oh, I would totally believe you. Okay. Yeah. So, but okay. I see what, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Why he would have believed. If he'd known you for three weeks, then yes. Can you imagine? Don't go. Don't go. 
Don't go. But guys, if your friend of six plus years <laughs> tells you to meet them somewhere abandoned and not to tell anyone where you're going, it's fine. It's fine. Your Don't friend. be sus at all. <laughs> not sus. But so this guy, this doctor is being very Greg Smith in this and being like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I'll go to this like weird and, underground and also, tunnel. I totally trust that you're going to give me all $30,000 30, and none of it up front. Come none on. up front. Come on. At least hold the baby hostage or something. So anyway, <laughs> he's there. Bring a he, gun of your own. <laughs> he's there. He's doing this. He's bringing the baby forth into this world. He does it. <laughs> And um, this part was funny to me. So uh, basically both er Eric like goes up to the doctor and is like, oh, you thought I was going to pay you. And he's like, well, yeah. And Eric's Eric's like, "Um, yeah, I lied. I'm not going to pay you. And I am going to murder you. And he's like, what? (laughs) So then he tries to appeal to Dara and she's like, I don't have time. I'm dealing with the baby right now. Um. She's like, look, it's not that I like want him to do it, but I just don't care enough to stop him. Right. She's busy. So uh, Eric came to a decision. I will rip out your liver. How does that sound? Like a cornered animal, Dr. Wolin appealed to Oscar. Help me. I'll take care of this, Dara said angrily, handing the baby to Oscar. In quick strides, she crossed the floor and punched the doctor square in the face. Blood splattered around her palm, spitting dark drops on the floor. The blow brought a sickening sound of broken bone and cartilage. Dr. Wolin stood for a moment and then toppled to the floor, dead before he knew what hit him. Dara turned to Eric and scolded. This is a special moment and you've ruined it. You purposely annoy me. Why? I <laughs> thought that was like so funny. That's true. <laughs> and she then Eric's fun. like, who gives a damn? <laughs> he's like, oh, you spoiled my fun. I'm a little shit. Yeah. And then she, so he's like, what do we feed him? And she's like, mother's milk will be the logical answer, but I have a deal with her. She has to go. Eric snickered. Are you jealous? Dara cast him a dark eye or a hard eye. Are you foolish? I love that response to are you jealous? Are you foolish? And then he's like, you know, Eric won't fucking back down because he's a fucking Eric. Being Eric. Eric just bees Eric for a little while. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that part, like she just had some really funny little moments of like deciding when to care about something. She was very much just like biding her time. Yeah. It didn't really seem like she was fully evil. She was just like playing her part. Yeah. And I Eric like, is like annoying no, and like ugh. like it, and it it's you really see it in the initial abduction of Ted. Where it's like she brings him to a grave and her shitty dumb brother and all of his acolytes are like naked and writhing and have covered themselves <laughs> in fresh pig's blood and they're like making up chance yeah yeah and they bury him alive and dara's just like standing by in her pretty blue dress she's like sorry i can't like (laughs) do anything about them yeah she's just like "Mm, they're just like compared to dara they are so deeply lame yeah they're very embarrassing and she's just like very she's very cool Mm -hmm. like in the moment at the end i have the part where she (laughs) so uh this is at the end when they like uh, when Carrie and Oscar and John, their now grown son, are like coming to outside of this lake, which I guess is where the underground river spat them out. But at first it seems like they're in like Eden or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're kind of they've just left John because John's like, I want to be with my seeds. And they're like, OK, we're just going to go off. 
Um, the asphalt road wound out of the forest and down the mountain. But near dusk, they spotted a ranger sport utility vehicle coming from behind them and flagged it down. The vehicle slowed and pulled over to the side of the road. Dara Schelling sat behind the wheel. Can I give you guys a ride? She asked. Christ, Carrie moaned. <laughs> I thought that part was really funny too. How did you make it out of there? Oscar asked. Dara shrugged. I have a few tricks up my sleeve, but don't worry. Eric and daddy didn't survive. You're sure? Oscar asked. Quite sure. Are you crushed? Carrie asked. I get over things fast. Dara paused. Where's John? Off saving the environment, Oscar said. Dara was not surprised. He was never much interested in people. Where's the ranger? Carrie asked. He's in the trunk, Dara said. Sport utility vehicles don't have trunks, Carrie said. Dara put a hand to her mouth. Oh, a pity. Then I don't know where he is. She leaned out the window and patted Oscar's hand and spoke sweetly. So, you want a ride? He withdrew his hand. I think I'll pass. Dara glanced at Carrie. Because of her? I won't hurt her, you know. Not today. So I thought that part, like she was, she's very funny there. And I, I don't know. I, she doesn't have very, she's, she's not on page a lot, but I liked her a lot. I'm, I've really come around to, to, uh, I, th- I think that you're right. I think that you saw something that I missed mm. and she is fun. And I agree with you now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is why it's fun that we talk about these books. It is. It is. And I thought Carrie was really funny too. Mm-hmm. I liked Carrie. Me too. She had a lot of I personality. Felt she, I felt for I felt Oscar for too. I felt for everybody. Cause mm-hmm. that was the other thing. For like, Eric. I mean, not Eric. <laughs> Not Eric. Uh, But like, I also liked that, like, once we meet Dara, she's just, I mean, she's a nihilist and like probably a narcissist, but she's not like evil. Mm -hmm. But she was painted as evil by her dad, which I thought was like just a really interesting kind of mm, not full on commentary, but comment on like just the way that men classify women after they've like like done something to them, harmed them in some way. And, and it didn't go like, the way they thought. Parents in general. Yeah. Like parents. if they're if you aren't fulfilling their expectations, if you are living a life other than what they had yes. planned for you, then you are bad. Not yeah. all parents, obviously, but But many. Some. Yeah. Some to many. <laughs> Somewhere in the in the vicinity of some to many. Yeah. Uh which yeah, well, I liked that, the part I liked at the that. beginning. Here is like this is a part where I was like, I like Dara. <laughs> Her Dara is interesting. Uh, it's the very beginning when she's first dating Ted when he's still alive. Um, when the half moon rose, however, and hovered over a nearby hill, she paused and clasped his hand. Yet she did not speak, not for a long time. And then when she did, he didn't understand what she meant. The moon is a mirror, she said. What? It only shines because of the sun. She held his hand tighter and added, the moon is a liar. Why do you say that? It's always changing. Sometimes it is big and bright. Sometimes you can hardly see it. She gestured. I hate it. He forced a smile. He forced a lot with Dara, but he felt he had to. Hate is a strong word to apply to the moon, don't you think? No. She let go of his hand, but leaned over and kissed his cheek. Tonight, her lips were cold. I hate life as well. It's a lie. Yeah. And I mean, that makes sense because now knowing that she's <laughs> in this weird in-between place. Well, and yeah. like, I feel like she also kind of sees herself or like her identity as the moon, which is like only mm-hmm. because she's like in she this weird in-between. of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like just the self in general, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like yourself can change depending on what the perception of other people to you, because like, what are we if not someone's perception, mm-hmm. you know? 
So I thought that and was really she's cool. like a mirror of like she's a yeah reflection of her former self. Yeah, as opposed to her full self. Yeah, a reflection of humanity, but not human. Not human. And her dad like made her that. And so like there's mm-hmm. that where like he made her this like weird fucked up thing, and then and then yeah, she and, didn't and, have a choice. And then curses her for that. Like, that's so something that, like, fucked up parents do to their kids. Where it's like, oh, I fucked you up. And now how dare you be fucked up? Yeah. Um, And how dare you, like, blame me for it? Yeah. Yeah. Even though all the circumstances that created you were circumstances that I created. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, so the the moment where they're, like, particularly worried about John mm -hmm. and what kind of being he is is um when Carrie is like, um, John, could you do me a favor and draw yourself as you see yourself? And oh my like, god, I don't even know what this request is. And she's like, you just like draw yourself how you think you are. He's like, I don't know what I think I am. She's like, well, draw what you think you used to be in like an before this life. He's like, okay, but you're not or gonna what is get it. it. Like, like what you think we would see you or some, it was like some kind of like what, like something about like where you could percolate, percolate, or you could extrapolate um, like human perception from. I can't remember her exact wording. Um, she says, I need you to help me understand. That is why you need to draw us a picture of how you see yourself. That is not possible. Why not? I am myself. Very well. Going back to where you were before you came here, can you draw a picture or image of how we here on Earth would understand you in such a place? Yes. Uh, Will you draw a picture of that right now for your mom? Yes. Thank you, John. You know I love you very much. He began to draw. I know. (laughs) I know. He never says I love you too. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I was like, ouch. He draws the thing. Okay. John finished his drawing and handed it first to his father. Oscar stood and stared at it a long time before sighing and closing his eyes, which I think is very a very funny reaction. To so this funny, time. he's just like Jesus Christ. Just like, <sighs> Oscar was always pale, but now it was as if his blood had turned to tap water. He handed the sketch to Carrie, and she understood the reason for his shock. A knife plunged deep into her heart. Truly, they must have committed a great sin in the past to deserve the present. A scream erupted deep in her throat, but fell to a strangled sob as it passed her lips. Do not panic, John said. Cloven hoofs, a barbed tail, horns. John's picture of himself, the devil. But it ain't the devil. Oscar's explanation at the end. I was like, I was like, we're doing some this whole don't panic acrobatics is a little yeah bit of a reach. Yeah, but but sure. I respect it. John. But I respect uh, it, Oscar. Okay, you did some research. Um, when was he doing this is, research? It's like I believe it, but the the connecting it to do not panic. Yeah, the do not panic thing. Yeah, was a little like, huh? Um, well, because he was saying that panic came from people like misunderstanding pan. Yeah, so maybe it was like, like so don't John do what those people that. do. How did he know? Exactly. So it's like, like when, a when little... When was he doing this research? Yeah. <laughs> well, he just knows. Oh. Um, so like at the end when they've gotten out and John is just like, yeah, you guys go. I'm going to play with my seeds. I like basically did not come here for you. <laughs> so Oscar is like explaining this to Carrie um, because it says, we talked while you're unconscious. He says he has to remain in a natural environment away from people. Why? 
He didn't explain. Oscar stared at their son with affection. John pulled a leaf from a plant he was studying and tasted it. Oscar added, but I have an idea why. What? Carrie said. I think we have misunderstood him from the beginning. Whatever he was going to do, we were sure he would change the world. And perhaps he will do that. But I think he came to change the world in a way that has nothing to do with humanity. I don't understand. He's told us many times that we can't understand him. But I have been thinking about that picture he drew of himself and the way he can make plants grow. Also, I have studied the way he seems to communicate with unseen things. Oscar paused. Do you know where the word panic comes from? No. It is from the Middle Ages. It is derived from the word pan. Do you know who pan was? She had to think. Isn't he king of the fairies? He was king of all the elementals. The fairies, the gnomes, the dwarves, and the elves. According to legend, pan has cloven hoofs, horns, and a barbed tail. And I was like, oh, he does. He does. (laughs) He does have that. I didn't know he had a tail. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought he... He got a tail. He does. He got one. He got it. He got one. He's got one. Um, So people in the Middle Ages, certain people supposedly saw him and associated him with the devil. That is why his name is linked to the word panic. His coming to those who did not understand him used to inspire fear. Maybe each time he told us not to panic, he was telling us not to give in to the misunderstanding that surrounded his true nature. That's a ridiculous idea. You're saying John is the incarnation of pan? It's just a theory. I thought you said you liked my theories. Have you asked him if he is Pan? Carrie said. Yes. He didn't say no. He told me I couldn't understand. But I don't think he is the devil. Look at him. And then blah, blah, blah. He talks about how he loves the environment. Um, so we, Carrie felt relieved. So he's not the Antichrist? He's a gardener? <laughs> Oscar smiled. I think he's the greatest gardener who ever lived. Maybe John will be able to like fix the damage that humans did to the earth. And they have to let him go. So, like, he's he's Jesus for plants. Yeah. Which is, I think, really interesting. I think that's interesting, too. And oh, just, like, the timing of everything Indeed. of us reading this right now um, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I liked that. I liked that he, that it was, like, something bigger. That, like, they were merely a vessel for this, like, thing that's just so much more important than mm-hmm. humanity. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm sorry. I was getting lost in looking at pictures of Pan, and then I <laughs> found a lot of like deviant art. Oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Uh, graphic. <laughs> let's just say. Mm-hmm. Graphic, graphic, sounds, graphic. Sounds right for deviant art. <laughs> and the internet in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to, I just looked up Pan, and now I'm just seeing a lot of images of like cooking of pans. pans. Yeah. I had to type in, I did that too, so I pan, had to type in God. God. Yeah. Yep. Um, but as you can see, there's if you just go to I did pan illustration God mm-hmm. and then did images and like the first couple, okay. And then there's some just like really interesting <laughs> horny art of mm-hmm. pan. Yep. Um that adds up. Yeah. <laughs> just like he's so jacked. <laughs> like I know well, that he's supposed to be jacked, Yeah, he was like very sexy to people. Right? I think. I think he was. Let me see here. Because that's the other thing that, let me see. Pan, 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 pan. Pan, pan, pan. God. Pan. Okay. The God of the wild shepherds and flocks, nature of mountain wilds, rustic mount, music and impromptus, and companion of the nymphs. That's why. Because he was, he, he, oh, right. So he's similar to a satyr or fawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also affiliated with sex. Because he's the god of fields, groves, and wooded glens, and like spring. 
He's connected to fertility in the season yeah. of spring. The word panic ultimately derives from the god's name. I mean, oh, that so makes, that's interesting. I believed that was true. Yeah, and that's interesting too, right? So he's like the god of like fertility and like sex, right? She and she is picked because she's ovulating, aka yeah. fertile. Mm-hmm. They have sex like eight times that night, so their relationship is super sexual. And then they give birth to Pan. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's cool. It's really cool. Cool and different. Yeah. I love something that's just like really unique and different. And like, I, like it's stuff like this, right? Where someone is like, obviously has like a point of view and they are just going for it. Mm-hmm. That I so respect. Um, and like, I feel like you just see so much less of that these days. And maybe this is just me being like nostalgia woman or whatever, but like. I think it's just like our personal tastes, you you and I. You and I. You and I. <clears throat> we're really interested in these ideas. Yeah. Well, and like. This I, sounds like um, pretentious, but like we like books with big ideas and a philosophy. Yeah. And that's not to say like, yes, do I love a schlocky slasher? Of course. Mm -hmm. I I love that. But for art that like moves me and sticks with me and that I like think about for a long time, it's stuff like that. Like, yeah. Or I feel like there's, you know, deeper. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times, right. If I, if I read or watch something that I'm like, even if I'm like, oh, I didn't really like it or something, if it still has that, like, Maybe like the style wasn't for me or something, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, but this person was, you know, wrestling with this thought or this feeling or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, well, that meant something to that person. And they like worked really hard to like make that a reality. And maybe it just wasn't for me as opposed to me being like, oh, that's trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like with stuff like, yeah, I, I don't know. I I feel like. I feel like there are obviously there's still like good stuff being made. I'm not saying that nothing good is coming out, but I just feel like there's a lot of like mediocre stuff that doesn't really get at. Well, I would say I don't like, know like, what YA now is doing this. I don't know what. Unfortunately, YA I'm not ever like, did. <laughs> yeah, I think Christopher Pike stands alone and that's why he's our favorite. I know. It's true. No one these else like bigger ideas was doing this in these books. No yeah. one. Cuz it wasn't yeah. Yeah. I also loved how pulpy this book was. Mm-hmm. So pulpy. Mm-hmm. Just like the way everyone talked was I so I loved his it. pulpy writing more and more. Oh yeah. I love it. I love pulp. And I, I love it. I would sort of <laughs> just curse us to this podcast forever. I would sort of love to go back and reread his books again on this podcast and see how we feel about them what again or at least like some of them like some of the bigger ones yeah 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 some of the like really like stand out yeah well because we've been irreparably changed (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious by just like the events of the world and just like our own adventures in our own like creative processes and all that like i do think we're different I, people than we were at the beginning. Yes. And I, especially at the beginning, I, I think we were bringing a, like a chaotic, let's really tear into these mm. kind of energy. 
And I think now we're just like either a little sillier or mm. more, we're both a little sillier and more appreciative. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would just be really interested to go back and like, I think, I think that we should definitely do this for Midnight Club. Oh, yeah. When, Midnight when the Club sh- classic. When yeah. the show comes out, let's re-record Midnight Club and get our thoughts out then when we're not tr- trying. I think you and I are tr- not trying as hard to be like snarky. Mm. Like even though we do like, <laughs> still really go at books, mm-hmm. I think we're not feeling a need to bring that energy necessarily. Yeah, you know? I just don't think we're trying to do anything now. You know what I mean? Like we're just being ourselves and like having our opinions about stuff as opposed to, and maybe this is bad. Like maybe like people stopped listening because of that. But like, <laughs> maybe. I just feel like we're less focused on like, okay, like does this make a good show? Does this make a good episode? Does this yes. make, you know? Whereas like now it's 100%. just like, well, I just want to like talk to you about how I felt about this book. Like I, um, I should really like try to like tear this thing a new one. Right, right, and that's right. Like the show that we're making, and now I'm like, or I could just like assess the book on its own. <laughs> I mean, does that mean that I'm going to say it's like totally chill and normal that like a undercover cop is like <laughs> the love interest in something? No, no, like, but we're not obviously, but pushing a snarky. I don't think we're pushing a snarkiness at this point. No, no, no. We're just five too years tired. in. We're yeah, we're just tired. We're just too tired. We're too, too tired. tired. We're older. We're tireder. Yeah, we the just have to be ourselves. Place. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. We are changed. Are changed. Um, We're changed. Okay. I need to know, because like speaking of, because like we were talking kind of about like fairy type stuff. Are we ever going to cover, Um, maybe this is a question for off the podcast, <laughs> but this, well, if if we it seems like we're really getting into it, then we can put a pin in it and discuss after we. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the second book of Cruel Prince, um, Wicked King. Are we going to cover that? Yeah, I'm down. Because I heard that that one is like ten times sexier than the first one. Yeah, which... I think I think it's always worthwhile to continue a series. Me too. Even if like I I would never. It's just not my personal taste to morph this into being like a YA fantasy. No, podcast. no, no. I don't think we're going to just cover willy nilly. Pull in fantasies. And it's usually because like modern YA is less about horror now, it's more about fantasy. And we want to incorporate not just white men. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also like, I don't know how. Okay. I hate refer- referencing this because he is really evil, but. Um, it's one of those things where I don't want to open the door to just like general YA because so, okay. Scalia, who is very evil wrote (laughs) as part of a, as, as part of one of his opinions, I love where uh, this is going, wrote, and and I don't like that this is what this is about, but, but what are you going to do? It's, it's his definition of what obscenity is. So this is for protected speech. Um, and basically he says that like, it is something that's just case by case. Like you can't be like, oh, if it has this and this and this, then that's obscenity. It has to be mm-hmm. something that like you just know it when you see it. You cannot. I don't you think that was Scalia. Th- that's a it, very old definition of smut. Uh, Okay. Well, I, I just remember him. I mean, I'm sure. That that. Well, I guess he 
said that. Oh, you're saying it didn't originate with him. Yes. I see what you're saying. So feel more Um, comfortable doing that. You know it when you see it because that is very old. Because there's like a joke about like knowing smut when you see it in a Tumblr song from the early 60s. Okay. Okay. So, then so I, I, you will. I'm not. You don't have okay. to worry about getting canceled. By okay. Great. 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 Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like a Scalia stan. Um. <laughs> You're not like you and RBG getting <laughs> Italian with Scalia <laughs> and Trump's like doing a dunk on mm-hmm. in the background because he's dead in this scenario. And it's like it's okay that he was so terrible because like <laughs> he was funny. Yeah, or because he like started doing pottery after he stopped being a president. That is a direct mm-hmm. thing to George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. People think he's cute because he paints. Yep. And that man okay. was a war criminal. Okay, so. So, yes, sometimes it, we do, but I wouldn't ever want to like. Yes, because well, this is what I was. That. This was what Whereas I was. Whereas I do think to say. we could morph into uh, 70s gothic. Yes. Okay, so but this is what anyway. I was trying to say. Go ahead. So, so I don't like, like you said, we don't want to open the door to um, just like any uh, modern YA fantasy. Mm-hmm. It is true that some modern YA fantasy does fall into the kind of books that we would cover, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know it when you see it, like, mm-hmm. and, and it's usually like, we know, like, I know it sounds crazy, but like, we know when we start reading a book, like, is this the type of book we would cover? Yes or no? Because it's also, it's whether or not it lines up with you yours and my sensibilities yes yes and like yes like we it's love like, like gothic yeah. really the genre but. but it has that feel right it has mm-hmm. that that pulpy it's got kind that of teen creeps je ne sais quoi yes yes it has the q factor the mm-hmm. teen creeps q factor exactly yeah <laughs> which is like we just know, we just know when something fits know, and when it doesn't. And so, like, if sometimes you guys request a book and we're like, "No, that's not Teen Creeps," and you're like, "Why?" and we're like, eh, "Q factor." Yeah, it's just the Q <laughs> factor, and it, we are aware that it's like extremely uh, a malleable <laughs> metric, mm-hmm. and it seems very biased, and it is mm-hmm. um, because and- it is entirely up to our judgment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because yeah, like there's. We just we know what is us and we know what's not us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and if you want to suggest something that's not us, you can go to patreon.com slash teamgreeps <laughs> and join as an eight dollar a month sponsor. And then you can force us to read whatever you want if you win mm-hmm. the raffle, mm-hmm. provided it is not YA, uh not, not erotica, erotica and uh at or around or under three hundred and fifty pages. And listen, you guys, we have covered a lot of books that are not and and we have ripped pretty hard into some of these books. Example, yes. Lullaby by Chuck Palahniuk. Um, <laughs> uh, that book. But we also read like really weird, funny books that we never would have even thought to cover. Yes, I'm very glad that we do those for, for yeah. The Patreon. It's it's really opened my eyes to a lot of authors and like books. That's like, how we read Annihilation. That's how we read Annihilation. That's how we read one of my favorite authors now, Kate Atkinson, who wrote Behind the Scenes at the Museum, mm-hmm. which is maybe one of my top 10 favorite books. It was really I good. I yeah. cried a lot reading it. Um, but yeah, so that and then plus we have our we have our friggin' uh, PDTs and our minis mm-hmm. and uh, I like other stuff. just turned into an ad for our Patreon. Listen. Really good job. Listen. <laughs> I want 
to She's pay those professional. bills. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a consummate I love professional. paying bills. I love to pay bills. I want to do it more. Um, but yeah, this book was great. I loved it. I, um, I really liked it a lot. Uh, very, very interesting. Very well written. Very weird. Very, very cerebral. Strange. Very, very later Christopher Pike. Yeah. Also a lot of like, you know, tons of goriness. Like she basically knees a guy in the crotch with super strength she doesn't know she has and uh knees him to death yeah (laughs) she has opened something in his body Mm -hmm. by kneeing him that hard because he he does try to assault her um she's like oh well i didn't mean to do that yeah and then his friends watch him die (laughs) uh i like how she she takes one she tells she uses one as a human shield to protect herself against the other Yes. And then she tells the other one to run off and that she's going to eat the one that she's holding. And then the one, once he's gone, she turns to the one she's holding and she's like, leave this life behind and become a doctor. I will be checking on you. And he's like, okay. Yeah, I loved that. I also, okay, can we talk really quick because I wanted to talk about this and I forgot. Mm -hmm. The moment where, so she's dating Clay. He is (sighs) Clay. (sighs) Look. Clay, Here's who I thing. was hoping was the secret bad guy, but nope, he was just a schmuck. He's just a guy. Poor He's just an unfortunate guy. And this is the other thing. Like, yes, he does get a little bit like anytime. I liked that Clay was complicated because, mm-hmm. yes, anytime she's like, I'm trying to do something else. He's like, well, why? Like, we should hang out. He's like too clingy. Mm-hmm. But then there were times wherein he was being clingy, but I thought he was right in being clingy when she was like, <laughs> he like waits for her and she's not, she's out all night fucking this other guy eight times. Mm-hmm. And so she comes back to her house and he's there and he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah, um, I started seeing someone else and he's like, okay. Like, so you were out all night because you're with him? And she's like, yeah. So anyway, I don't want to talk about it right now. And he's like, can we please talk about it yeah. right now? Because like- <laughs> I think I deserve yeah. to talk about it. And I was like, oh, Clay, that I am on your side because she. Yeah, it was interesting. He's like, I thought I was just going to all around be like very put off by him. Mm-hmm. And because anytime she doesn't want to hang out with him, he's like, boy. He's so annoying about that shit. Like yes. that shit. I was like, get, get a but life. Then, like when it really comes down to it, like when there's a crisis, he's there and he's cool and he's chill. Yeah. yeah. And he's just supportive. Like they go in, they find her mom passed out and he like drops the whole thing about her being with another guy and is like, I'm just here for you and let's help your mom and let's get her to the hospital and I'll bring it up later. And she's finally the next morning when she's like, we need to break up. He's like, I'm really upset by this, but if it's what you want, I can't argue with that. So he didn't get like crazy jealous. He didn't like call her a slut. He was just like heartbroken. And you know what? Good on him for... Uh For not bringing up like the entire time that he's like at the hospital with her and like sitting with her and comforting her. Like I get that, of course, it's the right thing to not bring it up right now. But like that is still a really powerful thing. But he does the right thing. Strong thing to not bring it up. Like, yeah, it's still hard, like especially when you're a teenager and like, you know, you're like, you know, teenagers are selfish, like 
hashtag not all teenagers, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> like where you like, hashtag it's really like speaking as someone who was a teenager, it's really hard to set aside your own heartbreak to care for the heartbreak of somebody who hurt you. And he he's like, okay, we're breaking up, but I do just want to call out the fact that like you don't know this guy. Please like look out for yourself. Yeah. And you, I'll, I would take you back. I'm just going to like put it out there that I'm I'm so pathetically in love with you that I would take you back. So just so you know. Yeah. And it was this reaction. And so this may well have been like a misdirect. It was this reaction that kind of made me think Clay was the ultimate bad guy Mm -hmm. and made me think Clay was abducting her that night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because all of a sudden he like wasn't super clingy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what's that awful to her? He like he just like took it very graciously yeah um so i was like oh i like clay but also i think you're the bad guy oh but you're not oh that's sad (laughs) oh your arm is off (laughs) oh no your arm's off (laughs) and now you're just dead arm is off sad sad i thought that maybe she was gonna turn him that dara was gonna maybe try to turn him but that didn't happen no. Were you shocked to find out that this was like more of a science fiction-y type story than you thought? Um, yes. Yeah, I was shocked I was very that it was surprised like a shot. By the fact that, that, that there, it was a formula. Yeah, that it was like this formula that was put into a shot that was then like medically administered <laughs> yeah. prior to death. Like I, I thought for sure it was like a f- fucking occult thing. Yeah, me but too. No, it was science. It was science. It was science and the occult, kind of. I loved that. I loved that it had, mm-hmm. like, aspects of science fiction and then aspects of, like, magic and, like, ancient gods and all that stuff. Like, it just felt very... Like, the how long the very clinical explanation goes on is kind of funny. It is. It is, like, four pages. It's quite quite long, yeah. Um, more than that it is it's, it's like four pages to maybe a chapter it's like maybe well, an entire chapter because it's, it, it's not just only... really like coldly delivered yes and it's it's because it's not only like are we getting the how did the science work but it's like also like a lot of expository material where he's yes. like my daughter yes. <laughs> he's like i ruined her and here's what we did to you and here's yeah. how we knew what to do to you and here's yeah it's just like a the entire explanation laid out it's it's just very like telling not showing yes i would have liked also just a little bit m- more um just like more of the doctor like yeah he's you know seems, what i mean he like he was out of the either, picture really fast yeah and like, also like go ahead and, and also like being like real like i would want him to have more of an opinion on shit you know like and to be a little bit more um either not necessarily evil but like what is pushing him is it discovery of science is it like because i, I just felt like his want was not super super clear like i just felt like he he it was just a little bit muddy and like I would have wanted just like, you know, make every like all the other characters were so, so impactful. Like I just would have wanted him to have that same amount of impact because he's the fucking inventor of this shit. Mm-hmm. So like when he's like, oh, I don't want to give them the, the serum to her because like she's evil or whatever. Right. And like she's she's going to just create her army. I would have liked to see him care more about that, you know, or like. What does that reflect on him as a scientist? Or he's you know? pretty dispassionate about it. Yeah, even just though 
clinical. Yeah. Yeah. But I would have liked to see just a crack, you know, or something. Yeah, I agree. And also you can keep his disappointment or his anger clinical, right? Like he can look at all of that as his own scientific failure when it's like your daughter is part of an evil cult and all you care about is that like, like that your science didn't work, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's very also like you fully committed to bringing what is possibly the antichrist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you seem like kind of like very detached. Yeah. But like the part of the problem is that Pike has set it up so that that is their state of being. Oh, the 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 people. When you're in, in the yeah, in yeah, yeah. state between life and death, you've been brought back like you're kind of detached. Yeah. And you may have your conscience still like Oscar, Dr. Schelling and Carrie do, or you may mm. not like Eric and Dara don't. And so it's like, well, what do you now do with this like very detached doctor? It's like, I still want to see that passion. And yet you've like set up the mythology. You've set up the lore that they're not passionate. And so it it makes it difficult. Yeah, it is difficult. I think maybe just to show that that dispassion is intentional, you know? Yeah. Like, because I think it's doable. I don't think it was done. Like I, yeah. I, agree I think it's just you. very hard I agree with what to you're do. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean that's such a minor thing too because like he's kind of a minor part of the book. It's not really a, a thing. And like I loved the other characters so much that like it wasn't something that like took me out of it or anything. But I did yeah. remember thinking to myself like, oh, like I just like wonder what he thinks about this. Well, this like doctor. an entire other book is contained in his explanation yes, to her yes yes because he's explaining and da-da-da, so i yeah. mean part of the problem is like these books had to come, be like churned out yeah but i yeah. think there is a longer you know what could have happened book you know what could have happened what? he could have like said something like i used to care about this and now i don't or something right when he's telling the story yeah. where he's like he's like it used to break my heart that um you know, that like my daughter, whatever. Or like Carrie could comment on it because she's like more freshly made. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, what? Why are you like, why are you so clinical about this? And he's like, because I'm weird. <laughs> There's your solution. He's like, he's mm, like, because I'm weird. And that was actually before I took the serum. So mm-hmm. I'm just weird. <laughs> I'm weird now. Yeah. <laughs> Silly. Um, but yeah, it was great. I loved this book so much. I just, I like a book that it's one of those books that just like makes you think too, Mm -hmm. you know, or like sticks with you. Um, that's the thing about C Pike books is they, they just really stick with me. Mm -hmm. You know, the book that we're covering this month for outside genre is one that I've been thinking about a lot. It's just when I wasn't reading it, I was thinking about it. Oh, cool. I haven't read it yet. I really like it. Um, Say what it is. For us to talk about it. Oh, Piranesi or Piranesi, I guess, by Susanna Clark. Um, mm-hmm. If you're interested in that book, that's the, that'll be on Patreon. Yeah, at the end of the month. Uh, it's the uh, it's by the author who did Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, but it's only 250 pages, which is not the case for Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. So <laughs> I, I was very pleased to read a book by this author that wasn't that long. Yeah, uh, and it's quite good. I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this book a lot. Um, and it's great that they're, it's so interesting because these books feel like an entire world, but they're very short. Yes. Yeah. Like, I feel like a a lot of, yes, I feel like a lot of books 
some that we read, some that are just, you know, in the world, are like 500 fucking pages and like the same amount of and like why things are tackled. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is all good and fine. But like also like I love good world building, but let's keep it tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it concise and tight. Let's recognize what's needed. And why don't you spend as much time on your characters that you do on your world world building? building. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Just saying like Stephen King, he goes on for a long time, but he puts a lot into even the smallest character. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Did you know I had a nightmare last night? That I did. I I felt it. (laughs) You felt it. You woke up and you're like, Kelly's having a nightmare. (laughs) Ah! That I was in college but it was covid okay mm-hmm. and my roommate had covid and because of that they locked me in the room with her and i kept trying to come get out Ugh. and they kept slamming the door on me and i was like please Hot. please please and then i was like oh yeah i have the vaccine <laughs> it was like it's still like scary it was, it's still scary but it, it was also funny what? because it's like the dream of like i have dreams like that a lot where like i'm in the past and mm-hmm. then i remember that i am who i am now it's weird. Yeah. It's like your brain kicks in and it's like, this is too stressful. <laughs> we yeah. It's like, don't worry. Don't worry. The information. Yeah. So funny. I had a dream that um, in college, instead of the sleazeball rapist I did date, I dated Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold it was questions. like my brain was trying to rewrite with like a different kind of a mess. Wait, I have a question for you. Yes. Okay. What was Robert Downey Jr.'s age in this dream? He was the age that he was then. Okay. okay. So we were both, he was still an older man, but he right. was, he was younger. He was, he wasn't in his 50s. He was early 2000s, Robert okay. Downey Jr. Okay. 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 And okay. I was my age. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Your mm-hmm. brain was like revisionist history. Yeah. It was you. trying to do me that favor. But unfortunately, even in the dream, I was like, RDJ. This is, Still messy. What happened? A different kind of messy. Yeah. Well, preferable. Preferable. I, (laughs) I often will have like my my dreams. Like my brain will be like, this is gonna be like pretty cool, but like not as cool as it could be because like you don't deserve it. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) like I will Mm -hmm. be like, yeah, like able to do like magic or something, Mm -hmm. and then it just like doesn't work anymore. And I'm like, wait, what? Like my magic doesn't work? And it's just like, yeah, sometimes it just doesn't work. Even if you really wanted to, it just doesn't. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yep. I. That's, I think, why I still knew that it wasn't real. Yeah. Like, if anything is, like, too exciting <laughs> or happy, then, like, something bad. Like, uh, particularly if I am romantically involved with somebody who isn't Mike. Oh, yeah. My brain yeah. goes, my brain will, like, change the plot. So that yes. I like don't sleep with them. Yes. I remember Mike. I'm like, oh, yes. or, or like, like something was almost a sex dream for me last night with like a very attractive man who doesn't exist, who's not right. real. And, and then all of a sudden in the dream, he was like choosing someone else. Yeah. And then the your brain's plot punishing of the you. dream became me going, well, that's okay. I mean, if he wants to be with her, he can be <laughs> with her. And that's fair. And so, like, could we tell her to, like, call? I didn't know that they had se- – I didn't know they had a history right? when he and I had started canoodling. Yeah. So, like, just tell – I'm not going to go out. Just, just, like, tell her to calm down 
and it's fine. And I'm going to back off. I respect that. And I was like, <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Brain, just let me like have a fucking sex dream, would you? I know. It's not cheating. It's fine. It, it's fine. It's, it's fine. In your You're dreams. so boring. Okay, here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are your thoughts on this? Because someone asked me this a while ago and I was like, this is interesting. Okay. So, you know, lucid dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's like where you can control your dreams and what mm-hmm. happens in your dreams. What do you do if you find out that your partner is purposely having lucid dreams about having sex with someone else? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? And it's not cheating. What do you but do? What, what do you do? Uh, nothing because people masturbate all the time and it's fine. That's true. That's true. So it's basically like it's masturbating. It's the same thing. It's just dreams. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, it's a fantasy. It's fine. Okay. What if, okay, I'm changing it now. They say <laughs> that they can like astral project or whatever. And they are astral projecting to someone else they claim can astral project and their astral selves are having sex. That's not okay. That is and cheating. let's say in this world, you don't believe in astral projection. So you don't believe it, but you do know that like they think it's real. You know what I'm it, saying? It's still not okay then. Yeah, I think that's not if okay, If you right? think you're engaging in a sexual activity, be it physical. Intent. Or intent. not. Yeah. Yeah. That is being unfaithful. Okay. But if you're having okay. like a, people watch porn. Yeah, that's fine. If you're lucid if dreaming sex, per- it's like watching porn. What if it's a porn. person you know? Okay, what if it's like mm, you find out it's their friend that or is your weirder. friend? See? That's weirder. Yeah. Because then you're trying to, but like they might also be masturbating to them and you don't know. I know. I don't know. But that's their own mind. They can do whatever they want. I know it's tricky. It does seem like then it's starting to get trickier. Yeah. Because then you're actually like, fully experiencing it yeah as opposed to it being like kind of a harm and you're seeking it out and like it's like you're doing a mm. whole scenario thing and messier. it's like you messier messy right messier. messier okay it's practically like engaging in the thing if it's a real person i'm gonna say not okay because yeah. i you're asking me and so i'm allowed to set the terms <laughs> yeah and look you're allowed to set boundaries in your relationship mm-hmm if you're saying, listen, yeah. you're not allowed to lucid dream sex our friend. <laughs> yeah. Look, this is just the way, this That's is what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Okay. What if it's, I'm just trying to like figure out a situation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in this, in, in the last one, they believed in the astral projection thing and and, and they thought they were astral fucking <laughs> somebody else that was all- <laughs> Also astral fucking mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. In this one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Devious ideas you're coming up with. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I you live wait. in this village. <laughs> okay. I'm with you. You live, you live in this village. Okay. Uh-huh. And. <laughs> Uh, okay, so your partner, okay, so let's say this is your, uh-huh. yeah, okay, so you're b- both living in the village. Okay, we're both in a and, village, got it. And there's a river with okay. like a like water um, wheel thing attached to this Can I just say, and- you're really good at hypotheticals. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> just like really creative and detailed Thank you so much. and very Thank impressive you. world building. Thank okay, you. Go on. Um, so... At this at this river, I want to say this is like 
medieval times. Okay. Medieval? Yeah. Gotcha. Medieval. Yeah. Okay. So there's this like water wheel thing that like makes grain or something. Like the river water moves. (laughs) A mill? It moves. Yeah. But it's not like a lumber mill. It's like like a a grain mill. Okay. Okay. Um, so you find out <laughs> that your partner, okay, let's say it's a guy, you're, you know, you're with this guy and mm-hmm. he's going in the water. He goes in the water okay, and he like the currents of the water are like flopping around his uh-huh. penis. Okay. Sure. And he does that okay. like every day. He goes there every day and okay. like masturbates with like the river water. Okay. Sure. But you find out that there's this woman that owns the mill and she like is moving the water, the water mill like faster to make the water like crazier. What What are you even talking about? (laughs) Okay. So she's fucking up the water current. (laughs) So she's water fucking my partner, my village partner. But down the river, like he's like, I guess distance doesn't really matter. <laughs> he's like at the, he's like in the shallows of the water. She's like at the top of the hill. <laughs> but she knows and he knows. Like they both know. No, that's like, not okay. They're okay. engaged in some freaky little water <laughs> sports bullshit. And I don't appreciate it. And I won't stand for it. Yeah. In this medieval village. Yeah. Because you're like, why is it taking you like 45 minutes to get water from the river? And like, why are you so sweaty? Yeah. No, and that's like, not okay. Okay. I don't like it. Great. Thank you. Thank you for answering. I know that that took a lot mm-hmm. of like expository. What, well, what's your stance on all of this? I mean, you had to put yourself, you had to I imagine turn it back to you. Okay. <sighs> um, I would not be happy with this. I think I would also consider yeah. it cheating. I think I would be like, you well first i would ask him like do you do you know that bromilda's like doing the (laughs) the mill like do you know she's doing it and then he would lie and he'd be like no and i'd be like well why is it at the same time every day and then your partner parcival has no answer he has no he looks like an idiot first of all Brumhilda, they're fucking they're fucking and i'll be like for truly you are the village fool (laughs) i was like for truly you think i the village fool and he would be like, no, I, and I, and I was no, like, I never said that. Bramilda then, is that who you say? And he'd be like, no, I, and then I would, I would make him admit no, that he tis, was. No, tis a lark. <laughs> oh, tis, tis a lark. A lark. Tis a lark. Kellyer? <laughs> Kellyer. <laughs> a walk in the woods is a lark. <laughs> it, Flopping she thy nothing. penis. She meaneth nothing to me. <laughs> she meaneth and I am, I am, I am just a bit one with the water. Oh, the water is thine mistress. I didn't didn't say that. I said that, one. I am, I am. It, God created all of this, did he not? <laughs> oh, oh. Well, then I hope God helps you find your way. And then I would leave. And he, and then he screams after you. Yeah, you fucking God. <laughs> God is getting me off. <laughs> Uh, uh, you I fucking that? love Jesus. Uh. <laughs> and then I would be like, you know, fine. I think this was for the best that we're not together because, like, obviously, we 
me being a Christian, I I I don't think I can stand for that. Yeah, that's blasphemous for blasphemous. sure. Blasphemous. And then and you then go I back, you tell people in witch. town, yeah, and he's they a witch. Hang, they hang Parsons. Yeah, for, yeah, he's a for fucking witch. Just kidding. No, they hang you for speaking ill of a man. Yes, 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 yes. They say that you have hysteria. They put leeches on your boobs and throw you in a river to see if yeah. you float. And then Bramilda is fucking messing up the current of that river. And I'm just like gone. I'm gone. She, she, but she, you do have an orgasm before I you do leave. fucking. I go out on a and then you're like, sunshine. Oh, I get it. I'm like, damn, Bramilda, I see it. Respect. Those are my last words. Those are my last words. <laughs> I see it. And then Bramilda and Parsifal can't ever have river sex again without thinking of my corpse, <laughs> which uh, just makes it hotter. Yeah. Honestly, haunting and that's them. It's great. We think of that. And that's what we think of that. So thank <laughs> you, that everybody. Christopher Pikes the Great. <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for listening and for supporting us um, both uh, in the world and in, on Patreon. We really, really appreciate you. A uh, very special thank you to our Patreon producers who give at the $15 a month level. Thank you very much, Aaron Fernandez. Adam Halwitz. Amanda Nengel. Ashley Fritz. Brian Petty II. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Emma. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Jeremy Cronk. Jeremy G. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Sersha Descaro. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Kate Kabala. Katie Lilly. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Landry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Luke Bartek. Mandalay Wolschlager. Max B. Megan Lozier. Mel Leos. Melody, Micah Yunus, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bassert, Rashad Black, Randy Clut, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalihua, Sarah Jaggers, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We really appreciate you. I uh, will see you next week for our episode with our no commentary correspondent omar najam we are reading richie tankersley cusick's summer of secrets man listen question mark there's we're doing like two books in a row that are called like summer of of something okay summer of secrets by richie tankersley cusick and then the one that i was confusing it with was a low dunk summer of fear Mm -hmm. low dunk yeah okay it's summer guys summer summertime baby summertime All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, Please get vaccinated and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.